stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Howdy and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. This week it's just me again and I hope, before I even start on me, I hope that you had a chance to listen to Jane Clark last week talking about eating disorders and her founding Door 2, or actually she started uh, with the Bronte Centre, which was named after her daughter who developed an eating disorder and then she eventually moved on to Door 2, which is an online space for supporting people with eating disorders. So I hope that you um, had a chance to listen to that last week because what a brilliant episode and what brilliant work Jan's doing, um, separate to the mainstream eating disorder support system. So I hope you enjoyed that. Now, today... You know, so many people ask me questions. I speak to so many people every week. Um, I do tons of training and within that training I get heaps of questions. And do you know, by the time I go to record, I'm like, oh my God, there are so many things I could talk about for these podcasts. And when somebody first said, why don't you do your own little bits, you know, just, just you and give us 15 minutes of information. I don't know why I can I can help everyone else but when it comes to me I'm like I can't I can't make that decision well what should I talk about and then I get like no that's not interesting and that's not interesting and that's not interesting even though I'm damn sure you would find it interesting so today um after being very tired and getting my tits in a tangle you know because it's uh Thursday and I better actually record um I pulled out a Well, first of all, I Googled, you know, interesting topics to ask questions about or something like that, conversation starters. And I did find a few good things. But then I thought, wait, I've got these packs of cards that I I often use in workshops. And, you know, depends. There's I've probably got about 20 different packs. And so I've just got a few out. And I reckon here's the questions that I pulled out. And I am going to stick with one. What have you done in the last six months you're most proud of? Question two, what part do you want to play in solving a global problem? Um, what's one non-work-related goal that you would like to achieve in the next five years? And what question would you like to ask a time traveller from 200 years in the future? Oh, there's another one. What What's the one thing that should be taught in school but isn't? I think I'm just going to straight out say kindness to that one. Um, 
and life skills, kindness and life skills. The one I'm going to stick with is what question would you like to ask a time traveller from 200 years in the future? And maybe another time I'll come back to those other ones. I, 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 I got stuck on this, but I thought, what a fascinating question. So I've been standing here pondering it for about 10 minutes, thinking, well, what, what would I ask? And then I thought, wait, because of climate change and because we're, you know, global warming and we're screwing up the planet and we're, and, and, and I know I say that in a negative way and I bloody mean it because we are, we're the worst species on the planet. We're the only ones that destroy and destroy and destroy. We don't even know how lucky we are to have a beautiful planet and we just keep screwing it over. So that, that really bitterly disappoints me about human species. But so in light of that, I worry about our kids. I worry about the future generations. I worry about what kind of world we're leading, leaving them. And I think, why, why can't we do more? Why can't we do more to, to stop this crisis? And then I think, well, what can we do? You know, like, some of us, are, we use reusable cups and we, I don't know, we do all those little things, but I don't know that those little things are working. I, we try to recycle. We live out on a farm, a little hobby farm, and we don't get, um, a, a, we don't have a recyclable bin and a rubbish bin and a, um, what do you call it, green waste bin. We don't have all those bins that I used to have when I lived in town. We just have one bin and... I'm hell bent. I won't put, I won't put cardboard in it because it can go out to the to the tip, the transfer station to be recycled. And I won't put any glass bottles or any recycled bottle bodily stuff. Uh, that's not bodily as in bodily fuel fluids, but bottle bottly stuff, um, cans. You know that that kind of stuff. I always put it. We put out in tubs, and I take it out to the tip and and recycle it. Half the time, I don't know if it's even been recycled. But when I, you know, I, I just want to do that because I just feel like that's that's a little bit of something that I can do. And honestly, I don't think it's enough. I also work with a lot of uh, young people around the world. I know I've spoken about this before. Um, helping them to kickstart climate action um, projects. And I, I don't really don't know enough about climate action you know as in what's the solution what can I do how how can how can I do something so the because get off the bench is my thing and because I can help people to kickstart projects you know I do that and those kids are way smarter than me they're, they're just incredible the things that they come up with and uh, the knowledge they have about creating I don't know, climate action solutions, but at the same time, are they going to be enough, you know? So when I think about this, what am I going to ask a time traveller 200 years from now, my first thing is kind of like, if I were to look up and here was somebody standing there and says, hey, I'm from, oh my God, I don't even know what, what we got, 2,223, I would be like, wow, humans still exist. And so before when I was pondering it, I was going to ask, did humans survive? You know, did we make it? But I think if there was a time traveller and it was a human from 200 years from now, then clearly 
humans would have survived. So I reckon my question would be, what did we do? What did we do in that 200 years that that enabled humans to survive? Because I, I don't think we're on track for that. And I'd be so intrigued as to what changed or how somebody who did it who got the, who got the governments to work better who who came up with a um an invention or a solution you know that i don't know that 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 the whole world followed and everybody united and worked together on this thing so that we actually still have humans in 200 years. I know I sound like a bit bloody morbid and sometimes I do that and you know I do. I get down that path sometimes, but shit. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, it's so negative, you know, oh, the world's screwed, blah, blah. I don't want to be that kind of buddy negative person, but I also want to be a bit of a buddy, what's the word, a bit of an agitator to say, God, Christ, we're in a bloody shitty situation. We better need to pull our fingers out. And, and do better and get better at this thing. So that's where the, if I sound like I'm negative and angry, it's it's not that, it's it's passion. It's like, come on, come on, love this world, love our kids. What about our future generation? What about your grandkids? In fact, what about your grandkids, great-grandkids you've never met yet? You know, like I live by the philosophy that I want to plant the tree of the shade of which I'll never get to sit under. And I've said that a million times. It's not my saying, it's someone else's quote, but that's the philosophy I live by. And if, if, if only we could all just have, just have a little bit of that and just plant, even if you don't plant a bloody tree, plant something that's going to go into the future that's actually going to take care of, you know, you can say our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids, you know, people that we may know or, you know, that we have some emotional investment in. But I think we should invest in strangers. I think we should in- invest in humankind. And isn't that a funny word, humankind? Fucking hell. Anyway, it's such, it's just it shouldn't even go together, those two. But anyway, back to the question. So I would want to know, what did you do? What happened? And the reason I would want to know that was one, one to satisfy my curiosity, but also, I don't know, there's two other two other reasons and they kind of contradict each other. But one, one part of me is I want to know what you did because I want to start work on that now so that, uh, so that when it gets to that point, I've contributed to it and I've, and I've, I've done something so valuable to changing that space that I don't know I can leave this world feeling like yes yes I did that but then there's also the other side to that it's kind of like well if you fix that problem let's say climate change you climate action you fix that problem then maybe I would say well now I don't have to do any work on that because I know it got fixed and maybe I could then put all my energy into another area and probably another area that it really interests me is orangutans and elephants and oh my god you know what are we doing it's it's I'm hearing all this stuff in in parts of Indonesia where they're just completely it was a case of they were wiping out orangutans. Now they've kind of just said, well, they're not bloody protected and too bloody bad and, and we're going ahead and we actually don't give a 
sweet bloody toss about the orangutans far out. Now maybe what would happen is I would actually start doing a bit more work in that space. And as for elephants, I'm just going to say it bluntly. If you ride an elephant, fucking don't. That's it. Don't. Because what people don't know is that baby, the elephants that you ride are stolen as babies and then they're put into these um, little pens and beaten into submission with bull hooks, which you sometimes see in photos of handlers and they whack these bloody sharp hook into their legs and often when like circuses and all that kind of stuff, they bang them into their legs. So if you're riding an elephant, that elephant has been forced into submission. So please don't do it. Anyway, that was another rant. But then one of these other cards is what's one non-work-related goal that you would like to achieve in the next five years? So the first card about the 200 years time traveler has now got me thinking about this other card And one of the things I want to do is earn enough money that um, I can uh, release an orangutan into the wild every year. Like that is something that I really freaking want to do. And And I want to go and work with elephants. And at the minute, no, I can't afford it. You know, I can't get, I can't just get up and leave and go and, you know, take months away. Um, I am going to Cambodia soon and Vietnam and I'm not expecting to work with um, any elephants or anything like that. But I am curious as to whether when I get there, uh, it will whet my appetite to go back to places like that and, and actually dig a bit deeper and do some more work. So uh, in the next five years, I would like to do more to support orangutans and elephants, and um, yeah, and you heard my you heard my response to the two hundred years from the future traveler. So I guess now um, I'm going to finish. But what I'm curious about is to ask you the same. What question would you like to ask a time traveler from two hundred years in the future? And, you know, I never ask anyone to do this, but, uh, you know, sometimes I just am just standing here talking or sitting here talking and it just goes out to the ether. I have no idea who's listening. I actually don't ever look at downloads. A lot of people say to me, how many downloads you get? And I am I refuse to look. I don't care. I don't want to know. It's not important to me. What's important to me is that I know there's someone out there who needs to hear what I'm sharing, and that's the most important thing to me. But uh, what, so what that means is that you know I don't get many responses. Like I get some emails, but uh, not a lot, you know. And I would love, I would love for if you're listening to this to send me your question, like, like or your your send me the response to that. What question would you like to ask a time traveler from 200 years in the future? I would love to hear that because that that just makes my mind just excited as hell, you know, to think that there are other people out there with that curiosity. And if you do that, I'll share it and um, share it on the next podcast or the one after that or something like that. And um, if I can gather a few and, and and share what other people would like to ask, because I would love to do that. So if you want to do that, email me at info at getoffthebench.com.au. 
Or the other way, if you can't remember that, just go to my website, kerenvaughan.com, and just do a an email submission and send it to me that way. Now, I would love to know what your question would be because it, this stuff just excites me no end. And not not, all, not in necessarily in a good way excite me, but it just it fills my cup to know that people care about the future and that they're curious enough to say, what could I do? What would I find out? What, what, what can happen here? So if you want to send me an email with a question, please do it. And if you want to send me an email with um, something, a topic to talk about, do that as well. I would absolutely love it. So that anyway... That's where I'm going to leave it this week. I hope that wasn't too left field for you and just came out of nowhere. Um, don't forget how powerful you are. Um, I say I want to work with orangutans and elephants. I can't do it yet. I don't really know how, but I know that putting it out into the universe actually makes these things happen. So if you've got something you want to do, don't dismiss it completely. Put it there on your wish list and, and just start to, start to, I'll say meditate on it, but whatever you do, so that it actually starts to come. Speak it out loud say it out loud so that your brain hears it other people hear it and it starts to manifest and really come true I know you're probably thinking what a lot of crock of shit woo woo but it's not it actually works so um, please do and all of that stuff that I just said before so thank you so much for joining me again this week I can't wait to see your questions and if I don't get any oh man I'm gonna feel lonely but anyway let's see how we go and I will see you next week see ya Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode, just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.